You're listening to When the Curtain Comes Down. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the When the Curtain Comes Down podcast. We interview all sorts of experts in the theater world on stage and off so that you can have a better understanding of what goes on in those crazy, talented minds of theirs. Today, we have with us the incredible Q Smith. And how are you doing today, Q? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah. For those that don't know, Q Smith is most known for originating the role of Hannah on Broadway and the Tony Award winning musical Come From Away. Her other Broadway credits include Mary Poppins, Les Miserables, and Q has toured with the North American Broadway show A Night with Janice Joplin. She's a recording artist, does console work, is an educator of the arts. There is nothing that she doesn't do. Are you so ready for this? <laughs> I am ready. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. Okay, my first <laughs> question was what was the moment that you knew you wanted to be a performer or involved in the theater industry? Well, I grew up just singing and performing like the church plays for Easter and Christmas. Um, So I just liked, I just thought it was fun, but I didn't know it was something I could do for a career. Hmm. Um, Until much later, I was in in high school, probably a sophomore or junior, and I saw the touring production of Les Mis. And I was like, this is awesome. I think this is what I want to do. So I think it was around 10th or 11th grade when I realized I got bit by the book. Yeah. And when you like you first realized that or like the first steps you're like oh I have to do this. Like what was like the first. Oh man. I ran to my parents and I was like this is what I want to do. And they didn't know a lot about Broadway and I didn't even know what Broadway was really. And they're like okay do it. And I was like, oh, okay. So I always say teachers need to be paid more. So mm-hmm. I went to school, talked to my teacher, Mr. Rebar. We're still friends today. And uh, he was like, this is what you should be doing. This is absolutely what you should be doing. And he introduced me to a voice teacher who gave me free voice lessons Oh wow! Um, at 7.30 in the morning, <laughs> once or twice a week. Phyllis Dunn was her name bless her heart she just did it out of the kindness of her heart and her passion is teaching kids well introducing them to their own voices and that's kind of where it it went from there and I just started researching different musicals and things and I went to college and the rest is history that's so great (laughs) what's um what's like your favorite role you've ever played or like project you've worked on and why I must say, you know, Come From Away, I mean, it hit all the markers for me. It, Mm -hmm. I mean, originating a role, um, playing a character that, uh, playing a real live person who I actually got to meet. I love documentaries and I love um, real stories and reading books about true stories. And I mean, getting to play this role and meeting the person that you're portraying is a dream. Um, and, you know, I was here during September 11th, during 9-11, you know, I was here in New York on my way to an audition. So I just recall that day. I mean, it it just come from a way just encompassed everything that I really wanted to do, um, in my career. But I mean, now, now that I've done it, I'm like, okay, now I have these goals. Now I want to do this. Now I want to do that. Um, but really it was a joy. It was a joy and the hardest job I've ever done as well. Hmm. wow what was it like like meeting your counterpart in real life like I, that must have been a crazy experience how did y'all meet did like the yeah. show like arrange for y'all to get together sort of yeah the thing is too you know 
we were told and well it helped that we didn't meet the people before we started rehearsal I didn't meet her until we opened the show oh wow and it might have been during previews um and so I wasn't worried about trying to mimic her or because it's all it's almost impossible she's a little Irish woman she's in her <laughs> 80s and um so it will be impossible for me to mimic that but um I just told her story through through my own facility and um she came to the show and she gave us her seal of approval and she's very tiny I remember she hugged me, she looked me in my eyes, she's like, oh, darling, oh, so good, so good, squeeze my cheeks and kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me, and just oh, kept patting me so and hugging me and squeezing me and just, oh, <laughs> and she was, you know, getting that seal of approval was, was the best, I mean, that's all I needed, it was like, did I tell your story, did I represent your family and, you know, tell your son's story well, and oh. she said yes. That's so great. That's so I see her like, well, the show's closed now, but I would see her maybe twice a year. We just mm -hmm. go over to her house or hang out with her family or they would come to the show. We would hang out after the show. Um, I just called her a couple months ago to check in on her. But yeah, she's a feisty little thing. She is feisty. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> wow. Come is like one of my favorite musicals. I saw the touring production when it came to Houston. Oh my gosh. And oh. my mom and I, we just, we kept talking about like on the car ride home. We just both kept like sobbing. And it, was, it was so great. Um, I was wondering if you had any like oh. backstage stories of like shenanigans or like pranks or stuff, or like funny stuff that just happened like backstage on Broadway. It was always fun. Mm, I mean, as much as we... I mean, we we knew each other. We worked together for seven years total, and so, and you know, in theater, you're you're you become close really really quickly. I mean, you're telling this intimate yeah. story, and you're in rehearsals and you're sharing experiences, and you just get to know each other really really well in seven <laughs> years. Um, so in that, we laughed a ton backstage and sometimes on stage, but uh, I mean, the dressing rooms were nonstop stupidity. I mean, just <laughs> laughter, screaming out the windows across the street to, uh, I think it was Motown that was across the street from us. Um, and just talking to the people down and they kept saying, do not go on the um, the fire escapes, you know, the ladders and stuff outside okay. the theaters. We will be out there all the time. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Okay. Um, just cracking jokes, pulling pranks on each other. Um, I remember I was pregnant. This is the, one of the funniest stories. I was pregnant and during the show, I was pregnant for six months. Uh, I did the show for six months while pregnant. Wow. And so since there's no intermission, you know, for, for pregnant women, everybody's different, but for pregnant women, you know, eating is very necessary. You know, if you don't, right. you get, you know, sometimes nauseous and, and it's like I had to find foods that were healthy, find foods that were quick, find foods that I could just grab quickly, like on a crossover. So I had food everywhere, stage right, stage left in the basement when I had to do a crossover, just grab some carrots, grab some cucumbers, grab a lar bar, 
And I remember this one time I didn't grab my Larbar or I couldn't find it or something. So we had one of the swings run to my dressing room, grab a Larbar, bring it downstairs. It was, everybody knew I needed that Larbar. So this Larbar traveled from my dressing room down to like stage left. I had to wait for someone to exit, grab the Larbar. I don't know if you remember the bus scene. We're all on the bus and I'm driving the bus and stuff like Uh that. This is the moose. Oh, we go. Yep. That's a moose. It's that scene. We're all on the bus. Anyway, after I finish that scene, I go back and sit down on the bus and I hear people go, no, pass it. No, pass it now. Okay, pass it. And I feel this <laughs> tap on like my shoulder. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was so, everybody was cracking up. So I got it and everybody was like, yes. Oh. And then I dropped it. I dropped no. it and it was quiet. Right. Like, Poop. And it was the part where we we're not supposed to move. <laughs> I was like, oh, everybody's like laughing and <laughs> anyway, I got the freaking larbar and I didn't get sick, so yeah, didn't get nauseous. It's <laughs> a supportive cast. Oh my gosh! Now I wow. turn up stage. I'll take a bite. Put it back in my pocket. That's yeah. So <laughs> oh my gosh! Do. Wow! Wow! What's what's some advice that you give to like young actors and actresses who want to be super successful in theater? What what are things that they should be focusing on? Yeah, these are all wonderful questions. Good job. Um, <laughs> I always say, you know, travel the world, get to know yourself through through travel, through new experiences. Um, take a cooking class. Take, you know, do yoga. Do play sports. Um, meet someone new like do things that you've never done before like face your fears you know and uh I remember when I graduated my teacher said now go go face your worst fear and mine is heights I don't I'm not a huge fan of heights and so but me and my friend we went to a theme park and we did that bungee jumping where you have to pull the cord yourself Uh and then you drop oh yeah and I think I filmed it and I was like this is for you Susanna so I faked my fear but it just those things like that just just help you grow confidence and help you just stretch yourself and once you do that you're like oh I can do something else now oh you just sort of see how strong you are see all see how interesting you really are and um so I, I tell students that all the time travel the world meet new people try new experiences face your worst fears um because all of those things really sort of help you develop and grow as a human which really mm-hmm. which really rich richens your art is rich in a word <laughs> which really um enriches en- enriches thank you enriches your art you know because when you show up into a room you're not just showing up as this like voice and you know this like um you're not just showing them your voice. You're not just letting them hear your voice. You're not just reading the script off paper. It's like you are a human. You are a person with all of these experiences and you're bringing these experiences into the room with you. And that was, that's what's going to set you apart, what's going to make you interesting. And that's what's going to help you um, build character 
and develop new characters. So, so good. It reminds me of um, I had Dan connect us to my podcast a little while ago, who's the oh. artistic director at um, Theater of the Stars. And he was saying it's really important to like have all these other skills outside of just like acting, singing, dancing, because yeah, it helps you grow as a person and it helps you like become more, yeah, of a person like in the in the audition room. Yeah, that's really good. For all yeah. listeners that are thinking about going to college for performing arts, um, what is some advice you give them about the audition process? Hmm, the audition process. Hmm. You know, they are saying you have to remember they're saying hundreds maybe thousands of students and you have to know that the program most programs accept maybe 12 students if you think about that 12 students out of 600 a thousand that's it's hard and so it's not impossible and but if you know that this is what they are looking for this is what this is how many people they're probably going to choose. You have to say to yourself, well, if it's it 12 people, I might as well be one of the 12. Like give yourself a boost of confidence and go in there and you might get a no. And I only say that because I got three, I got no's left and right, left and right, left and right. I only got one yes out of probably, I don't know, 15, 20 auditions. I got one yes. <laughs> and that one yes, mattered and that's just like when you graduate into the real world you know you're auditioning for all of these shows you get callbacks you might not get callbacks but then you get that one yes finally after six months or after a year after two years you're like oh my god it's that one yes that's really going to count so if you know that it's challenging going into it your skin you will build a thick skin and you will um develop perseverance it's like all right I got this no I'm gonna keep going what else can I do what else can I do and it's not because you're not talented it's really not about that especially in the professional acting world it's it's sometimes very political and very ah, you know you're too tall you're too short your voice is amazing but it's this and that and this and that we have three girls cast that look exactly like you but you know they were here first it's it's all those things. Um, but I just want to tell students, don't give up. Do not give up. It's hard process, but you can do it. Yeah, that's so good. Can I just said you have an incredible singing voice. Like I've been like seeing all these clips of you singing and oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I have so much respect. <laughs> I was wondering if, it's a bit of a technical question. Um, but what's like the number one, one mistake you see most people when they sing or like perform today? Like, yeah auditions or just performing what their singing voice mm -hmm. I think that people tend to over sing a lot um and that's that's very very common for young people um because you're just discovering your voice and you think you know belting this is gonna like really turn heads and most of the time it does but sometimes for the wrong reasons you have to know what you're singing about and what why are you belting that e flat or whatever it is why why do you have to do that? Just because they do it on the soundtrack doesn't mean that you have to do it. Maybe that's not the story you're telling. I think people over sing. People really need to think about the words, what they're singing, what the story is about. Um, and I know that's hard when you have an audition. You know, it's like, oh, I have 16 bars. I've been to auditions, you know, back in the day where it's like you have eight bars. 
know, what do I say for eight bars? I just hold a note. Um, <laughs> and they really, they really can tell in a matter of seconds if you're right for the role or if the, if if they're if you have the voice that they're looking for or whatever. They really can tell pretty quickly. Um, so that's why it's important just to show up as who you are. You know what I mean? Because you are enough and you're you're an individual and you're unique and your uniqueness will sort of set you apart. But I, I'd encourage people not to oversing in auditions, especially when you get all excited and stuff. Just think about the story you're telling. So good. That's so helpful. Thank you so much. <laughs> I like mm-hmm. me personally. I'll take a, take a notes. Um, this has been so much fun. Uh, how can people learn more about you and like all the amazing work that you're doing? Oh, um, I, my husband and I are building a coaching business and we coach <gasps> actors and singers and, um, for television, film and musical theater and acting. So we're building, we're building our website at this moment. And, um, I have a website. We will have a website soon and it's your stage or moment. And, uh, my Instagram is cuperstar at gmail.com Q P E R S T A R. The thing is, I don't really post performances on there. It's it's hard for me. I, the, the stuff that you probably saw on YouTube, I probably didn't post, um, <laughs> only because it's such a vulnerable thing to me um the same way it's such a for people to have access and be able to judge you and you know if I did post anything I don't remember what it would be but um I don't know I'm sort of protective of it and it's I don't know I'm just weird about that but uh yeah Cooper Star you can sort of follow me if you want see what I do day-to-day with my family and um we also have the Stallings family vlog which the title will change soon um but right (laughs) now it's the Stallings family vlog you can sort of see what we do on an in and out basis day-to-day basis me and my husband my husband is also a fantastic actor um and our son he's three and a half and he's very precocious he's hilarious he will um, but I'm not on um Facebook or anything, but uh, that's how you can sort of find me. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. This has been so great. And that's a wrap on the fourth episode of When the Curtain Comes Down. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.